Today in Science from Wired. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Today in Science from Wired. Brought to you by Hot Seat, a new memoir from Jeff Immelt, the former CEO of General Electric. Immelt explores his time at the helm of one of the world's largest companies, from navigating a post-9-11 world to the 2008 financial crisis and more. Buy your copy today. The tide is high and getting higher. A trove of historic records show that dredging and sea level rise are making nuisance high tides worse along the U.S. coasts. By Eric Kneeler. Living near the ocean is a dream for many people, but in recent years, the effects of climate change have made it a dicey proposition. Hurricanes have become more intense, leading to bigger storm surges and heavier rainfall that pound coastlines, erode beaches, and destroy homes. That storm threat has been compounded by so-called nuisance flooding that occurs during high tides, even during calm weather and clear skies, A new study shows that nuisance flooding is exacerbated by dredging and the construction of piers and jetties that are intended to make coastal living easier, but are in fact redirecting the flow of incoming ocean water and making high tides higher than ever before. Published Friday in the journal Science Advances, the study compared high and low tide ranges measured during the past 70 years with an older database of historic tidal measurements made in the mid-1800s and recently found in stacks of old boxes stored in an annex of the National Archives in College Park, Maryland. The researchers found that out of 40 coastal guide gauges operated by the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, or the NOAA, nearly half had measured more nuisance flooding days because of higher local tide ranges. Cities built along coastal estuaries showed the biggest tidal changes. These daytime floods have hit coastal residents in places like Miami, Norfolk, Virginia, and Charleston, South Carolina. Even though they're not killing people, these nuisance flooding events are costing us a lot of money, destroying property, 
and are preventing people from getting to work, says study author Thomas Wall, an assistant professor of civil, environmental, and construction engineering at the University of Central Florida. The study is the first to connect nuisance flooding to the combination of rising sea levels driven by climate change and deliberately engineered changes to the coastal geography that make it easier for water to flow inland. Wall says he and his colleagues have been documenting the effects of seas that have risen 8 to 9 inches across the globe since the 1880s, with most of that increase coming in the past 20 years. We know that sea level rise is the main reason for nuisance flooding and why we will see it a lot more in the future, says Wall. But then we thought maybe there are other things that contribute to exacerbating this problem. That's what kicked off this idea of how changes in the tide, the daily up and down, could also have played a role in making nuisance flooding problems worse. Wall and graduate student Sita Lee collected data for tide stations along the Atlantic, Gulf, and Pacific coastlines. The east and gulf coasts are more susceptible to nuisance flooding than the Pacific or Alaskan coast because of their high rates of sea level rise, gently sloped underwater topography, and geological features such as the porous limestone found in Florida, the study concluded. Wilmington, North Carolina was the worst-case scenario that the team found. The city had 123 nuisance flooding days in 2019 alone, and an additional 1,203 flooding events since 1949 due to changes in historic tidal conditions and rising seas. The Wilmington Tide Gauge is located upstream in the Cape Fear River, 29 miles from the mouth of the estuary. The tidal range, which is the difference between high and low tide, has increased by approximately one and a quarter feet since 1936 because of extensive dredging and channel deepening that has made it easier for tidal water to flow upstream from the ocean. Dredging since the early 1900s has doubled the depths of the Delaware River and has increased the range of tides in Philadelphia as well as in the estuary at the mouth of New York's Hudson River. In recent years, Airline pilots have raised concerns about nuisance flooding around Jamaica Bay, which surrounds JFK Airport. In fact, federal scientists have listed the airports in San Francisco, Oakland, New Orleans, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Newark, and Washington, D.C. as the most vulnerable to sea level rise and nuisance flooding. We were the first to connect modern and historic records, Wall says and to link tidal changes with nuisance flooding. It's really causing a lot of problems in the states. To make the connection, Wall and Lee relied on an interesting database of 19th century tidal records compiled by Stefan Talk, an associate professor of water resources at Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. Talk found 19th century tidal records recorded on an analog device called a marograph that measured water levels. It used a small float connected by a wire to a set of pencils suspended over a moving scroll of paper. So imagine a seismograph, but one that records the movement of water rather than of earth. Talk says he found a trove of 19th century data that was still readable. While the NOAA has digitized its title data back to the 1920s and made it available online, Talk discovered an even older database that existed before modern dredging and harbor reclamation projects occurred in the 20th century. He had noticed a footnote in a research paper from the 19th century on West Coast tsunamis that mentioned the marographs and then tracked them down to the archives outside Washington, D.C. 
There's this whole other generation of data that has been stuck in archives that is in paper form, Talk says. It's reams of paper, and it was just lying there undiscovered until I started asking questions about it. Talk took his camera to the archives and began photographing tens of thousands of pages of title measurements. I've spent the past decade trying to find those records and digitize them and see what they tell us, he says. Reinhard Flick, a research associate at the Scripps Institution of Oceanography, who was not affiliated with the study, says the new paper is a big contribution to understanding how tidal changes affect daytime flooding. It fits into the growing appreciation of how the impacts of common coastal oceanographic processes like tides and waves will grow in the future due to the slow background rise in mean sea level, Flick wrote in an email. It's long been recognized that coastal flooding, erosion, and damages generally occur when storm waves and surge coincide with peak high tides, and that means sea level rise will gradually worsen their impact. What only recently has come to light is that tide ranges are changing along most coastal locations and that these can either lessen or enhance flooding in the future depending on the conditions at each place. Despite predictions that nuisance flooding will get worse in the coming decades as sea levels rise, there might be some solutions as well. Wall is studying the possibility of restoring some parts of San Francisco's East Bay to mitigate the tidal fluctuations there by making parts of the coastline shallower. Other coastal scientists are working on proposals to restore unused river channels in New York Harbor so that incoming ocean water doesn't rise as high in the main channel. More places will see nuanced flooding happening, and those who are already expecting it will see it more frequently in the future, Wall says. How much? That depends on how much sea level will rise and how we behave. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more science news at wired.com science. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.